to our ICT4D conference podcast series on Digital Tech for Peace. I'm Sonia Ritzel from CRS, and it's my pleasure to host our third episode in this series. Following the introduction on Peace Tech and last week's global framework on using social media as it relates to conflict and social cohesion, Today, we will look further into using social media tools and training for peace building. May I introduce you to Giomari Guillermo? He is the communications manager at Catholic Relief Services for the Pacific Islands subregion. Giomari is based in the Philippines, and I'm excited to learn from his experience training youth activists in using social media for peace. So, welcome, Giomari. Hello, Sonia, and Hello to everyone who's listening to this podcast. Thank you for having me. So, Jamari, could you please tell us more about your role, especially as it relates to peacebuilding? I support programs in the Philippines, Indonesia, Micronesia, and Timor-Leste, and work with teams in these countries to help them tell the impact of their work through stories, photos, videos that are posted across different platforms. Social media is a big part of our work in communications. At CRS, we use social media to raise awareness about our programs. We use it to build and strengthen relationships with our partners. Through our campaigns, we are able to move people to action and even raise funds for our programs. In the Philippines, we have the CRS Philippines Facebook page where we post updates about our programs. Aside from that, we also provide social media trainings to the youth in Southern Philippines to encourage them to use the platform to advance their peace advocacies. Thank you, Jamari. So with regards to your social media training for youth activists, what is the situation in the Philippines Or what specific issues are you looking to address? In the Philippines, many young people are affected by conflict and they face a lot of challenges. But they can also be a part of the solution and they can play a positive role in peace building. What we do at CRS is we engage them and capacitate them to become peace builders, mediators, community mobilizers, and storytellers. Young people are very energetic. They have a lot of ideas. They are creative and very adaptable to technology and trends. And we can use this to build their leadership potentials. The Philippines has experienced decades of conflicts. And CRS has been implementing peace-building programs in the southern part of the Philippines since 1996 to address violence and injustices, to prevent conflicts, and to build social cohesion. CRS Philippines works with local governments, religious and peace leaders, Muslim groups and indigenous communities, women and youth to look into the root causes of conflicts. May it be issues on land, issues on resources, or clan disputes. And together, they come up with peaceful solutions to these concerns. To strengthen the skills of young people and women in peace building, CRS Philippines offers them trainings so they can effectively engage their communities and governments and mediate in conflicts. 
women and young people create their peace agenda which outlines the issues that hinder them to thrive and the solutions to these issues. Often, these solutions require support from their governments and communities. And to get that support, our peace builders need to be able to engage different stakeholders and be able to lobby for this peace agenda to be funded or implemented. Thank you for sharing the specifics about your social media training. May I ask about the story and impact so far? In those trainings, we talked about how they can use social media for their campaigns, how they can use social media to increase awareness on peace issues, and how they can use the platform to influence other people. We discussed how they can start their own social media peace campaigns. We also had special sessions on mobile photography and how they can maximize their photos and create infographics and social cards to make their campaigns more visual. We integrated social media into peace-building trainings to help our project participants, especially the young people, to utilize social media to complement their peace campaigns, for them to be able to amplify their advocacies, for them to reach more people and to gain more support. We want them to use the platform to engage activists and to push for change. Yes, certainly a project with a lot of opportunities. Now, could we please focus on your lessons learned? What has worked? What didn't? And what were the key challenges you have encountered? Our social media trainings started really small, mostly young women leaders in their 20s. The trainings went well because they were young and tech-savvy and they know social media. However, there were a lot of limitations. We had the trainings during the pandemic, so the sessions were mostly online. And it was very challenging because our peace builders live in remote places in the South where connectivity is always a problem. And many of them do not have computers And some of the women do not even have smartphones to take photos. Yes, you mentioned challenges specifically with regards to running this project during the pandemic or during COVID times. What particular was challenging, maybe logistically? We're able to provide real-time feedback to our participants. Um, during that time, I was uh, here in Manila while they were in southern Philippines doing the trainings. And so it was quite difficult for me to provide them feedback and uh, guidance. And so it was mostly our staff on the ground, our peace building team who provided additional inputs about sensitivities so when taking photos, provided insights about how they can improve their social media campaigns. Yes, having conversations about sensitive issues and addressing ethics before taking or sharing photos is certainly key for any social media campaign. Now, as you mentioned at the start of the interview, you obviously have a lot of experience running various social media campaigns. So how was this campaign different from the others? So it's quite different from other campaigns that I did in the past because uh, this one's really challenging. A lot of them do not have the basic uh, using technology 
it's very different from all of the campaigns and the trainings that I did in the past. And is that because of the peace building element or because it was more, as you said, communities that are maybe not so used to using the technologies? Yeah, I think both of those are factors to it. Thank you. Now, my final question is, what does the future hold for your project or for peace building activities in the Philippines? Since last year, we have already trained around 50 to 60 young peace builders virtually, and we hope to increase it in the coming years. We hope to make our sessions face-to-face and to provide more hands-on feedback and guidance to help refine their peace campaigns. We hope to conduct more follow-through monitoring, and we aim to solve issues on technology and hope to provide them tools to help them pilot peace campaigns on social media. There's still so much to do to advance the role of the youth in peace building, and there's so much that we need to do to harness their potentials in storytelling and activism. But we are happy that at CRS we are able to start and build their appreciation and the use of social media for social change. We are excited to see where this initiative takes us And we hope to share these developments with you, Sonia, in your future podcasts. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jamari. I'd love to hear more. And thank you for today for sharing your experience training young peacebuilding activists in using social media platforms and tools. It's such an important way to beef up the traditional advocacy approaches. And it's clear there is a lot of potential for impact from the online space to the offline world. So thank you for joining us today. And thank you for listening. I hope you tune again next week for another expert interview in our Digital Tech for Peace podcast series. 